Hello, 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 hello. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this podcast. I am really happy that you're here and I hope you're doing well. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about sad days. And I really wanted to make an episode about this because recently I had the saddest day I've had in quite a while. I just woke up and felt super down and teary and upset and when that was over it took a few days to clear up I thought what have I like learned over my life so far you know what coping skills have I got now that mean I can deal with these sad days in a way that isn't destructive or unhealthy and that made me write this little list and I just really want to share with you today these things that personally help me when I'm having bad days. Of course everyone's definition of a bad day or a sad day is completely different to the next person's and in this episode I'm just going to talk about the things that personally help me. So when I'm stuck in my head, when I can't deal with my thoughts very well, when I'm overwhelmed and when I'm feeling down, these are the kind of decisions and actions that I take personally to try and get me through the hard times. So number one is do the minimum. When you're having a sad day just know it's okay to just exist and just do the bare minimum that you have to do. Just getting done the things that you need to do such as responsibilities like feeding a pet or taking your medication or something silly like putting the bins out Just do those little things, make a little list and just focus on that. Things like going to work if you can't avoid that or going to school if you really have to do that and can't pause things, then that is the bare minimum. Don't push yourself to do any more because if you are having a sad day, it's most likely that you don't have the energy to do more than just the bare minimum. So number two is if you can rearrange, do. So just in terms of my process here, if I'm struggling and I wake up and I just know that the day is not going to be a positive one for me, I take a look at my list. And side note, but lists are so important to me for maintaining my own mental health and organisation. So I do use them every single day to stay organised, even if it's just with like personal duties, self-care, that kind of thing. So what I do is, if I'm struggling, I go through my list and I just get rid of the things that aren't super necessary or urgent for that day. For me, that could be messaging certain people back because I know they'll understand, or bits of cleaning or housework or general work that are not urgent and not necessary for me to do on that day when my mind is just not present. I know it can be quite hard sometimes to admit that we're not going to get everything on our list done and we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves but listen there are things that you can do tomorrow and there are things that you can do next week and I think just delegating yourself the tasks that only have to be done can free up a lot of that mental pressure of oh my god I've got so much to do and I'm really not feeling it. Now moving on to number three forgive and accept. So after I've just got my list down to the minimum and I've accepted that I'm going to rearrange some stuff to other days, I personally end up feeling a little bit guilty. I feel guilty that I'm not up to my usual standard or that my energy is lower than it typically is or that I'm not doing enough to feel like I'm worth something in society. And I know there's no quick fix to these feelings and that 
it is a process but if we get one thing straight here it's going to be this single thing you have to forgive yourself bad days are normal being sad is normal it is completely utterly typical and normal and human to not feel positive all the time doesn't make you a bad person and truly life is harder than ever right now with a million things to think about and worry about and sometimes you don't even have anything to actually worry about and you still are worrying about things sometimes it's just your own brain causing this and the one thing you can control and can do right now is just please try just try to be a bit more gentle with yourself There's nothing you can do to quickly fix the sadness you're feeling but you can help yourself along by being gentle and soft with you. It's not your fault you're feeling these feelings and it's okay to have these days where you just feel off and sometimes they might even last longer than a day. Sometimes you might even need a little bit of help from the outside world but what we're not going to do is feel guilty that we feel down or sad or upset. It is what it is and we just need to get through today. So please, allow yourself these feelings without feeling guilty that you can't function as normal right now. Number four, ask for help if you need it. So something important to say is there is absolutely no shame in needing support, not one tiny percentage of shame. I have personally used helplines before and I always will if I need that kind of kind of anonymous support. Instead, maybe you have a trusted friend or a therapist or a counsellor or maybe a helpline is right for you. Just any way to get out your thoughts. And there's no shame of asking for that help or feeling like you need a bit more guidance or comfort while you're going through a hard time. On the contrary though, if you are a person who deals with your sadness better by kind of dealing with it internally and not talking to people, then that's fine too. I believe that you'll know what's right for you and there's no wrong way of dealing with sad days as long as you just stay safe and try and just try and get through that day and just know support is there if you do require it. Number five is comfort. This might look like a million different things to a million different people and I think here I'm just asking you to think about comfort for you. So In my own experience, if I'm really feeling down, I like to do a quick tidy up. So by quick tidy up, I just mean put rubbish in a bin bag, put um, rubbish even just all to one side. If there's any dirty cups or plates, I take them out of the room anywhere, either the hallway or the kitchen. Definitely do not have the energy to wash them up. And I fluff my pillows up a bit, kind of messily make my bed so it's a bit more organised and ultimately more comfortable for me. I usually put my books or iPad or TV remote near to where I'm sitting or laying and I get myself a drink. It doesn't matter what it is as long as I have something to drink because there's nothing worse than lying there and just being desperate for a glass of anything, water, whatever. If I'm feeling it I'll also get a snack, I cancel my plans like I mentioned above and just generally get more comfortable as much comfort as I can access when I'm having a bad day. So I think also about this comfort, it's like what are your expectations and how much can you actually manage? So I don't expect myself to clean the whole house or wash my hair or do my skin or anything or even shower. Just do enough so that I'm comfortable. So you could do 
just one tiny thing if that's all you can manage and if that's what's going to make you feel better and it's so personal but I think prioritizing your comfort when you know you've got a difficult day ahead of you is super important and valuable. Side note I actually forgot but I should mention this opening a window always does wonders for me especially if I cannot be bothered to do a single thing but opening a window there's something magical about it. It provides some kind of illusion to me that I'm getting fresh air, even though I'm just cracking the window a bit, and it just makes me feel a bit more comfortable, if I can be bothered. Number six is just focus on what comes next. A lot of the times I'm having rough days, my mind just races with like everything I have to do, everything I'm thinking about, certain dates, and just just overthinking every single thing ever. But the important thing here to remember is that on a day when I'm mentally really down, it's just not possible to do all of those things or even like think about all of the things I have to do that day. So what I do is I focus on what's next. And for me, because lists work, um, I make a basic list even when I'm having a bad day, which I know sounds crazy because it does sound like it takes a lot of energy, but it works for me. The list might look like this. Brush teeth have a nap, eat something, stretch, open window, it's that simple and that basic. The satisfaction I get from ticking each thing off the list just gives me a bit of a boost and it also keeps me in check so that I'm just focused on the next thing on the list rather than feel overwhelmed by all these things that I want to do or have to do. Somehow this kind of technique stops me from neglecting myself because it almost holds me accountable to a kind of friendly degree where I'm like, okay, what's the next thing? Rather than focusing on like what I need to do in a bigger picture, I just think, what's on the list? Oh, I need to drink some water. Cool. Then what? I'll rest a little. Then what? I might crack the window. And so on. Number seven is rest. So since I mentioned sleep just now, I want to talk a bit about resting. I feel like there's a lot of guilt attached to napping and sleeping and this is why I'll always, always, always discuss the benefits of rest because to me, naps are like, I don't know, they are of huge importance in my life. Naps are often seen as a sign of laziness and in our society right now, I feel like productivity often makes us feel like we're worth more. So the more you can do, the more you're worth. The more you can create, the more valuable you are, the more money you make, the better person you are. And there's not really much embracing of resting and that kind of healing sleep, just allowing yourself to exist and do nothing. It's almost like an animal thing, really. You know, it's like, um, I don't know, I could get into the politics of rest and productivity and everything like that, but It seems like a basic need that we often forget about because the world is just so fast and so focused on making, 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 doing, doing, doing all the time busy. I know for a lot of people there is hardly any time because of our kind of lifestyles and because of jobs and work that we have to do to pay the bills that you might not have time to get a good nap in. But if you do get the chance to rest, just a tiny little nap here and there and if your mind allows you to do it of course I urge you to like welcome naps into your life. Now to convince you a little bit more we know that naps can boost energy but I did a little google and found out that in terms of mental health 
naps are actually proven to improve your cognitive flexibility, which is basically a term to explain your ability to shift your thinking from concept to concept and to adapt to new information. This will in turn help your judgment and decision making and sleep also helps your brain's ability to process memory. Naps can help regulate your mood, reduce your tendency to be impulsive and they can reduce stress and strengthen your immune system. Now that is my Google search research for you but I'm not saying that naps will fix everything or change your life but you do deserve rest and you are allowed to rest. And resting can be a really healing thing that helps us to process what we're going through and recover from emotional stuff, as well as physical stuff. Number eight is basic needs. So on the same kind of subject as rest, I think it's really helpful to check in with ourselves about our basic needs, especially on a sad day. For example, try and think, am I hungry? If so, what can I eat that is quick and easy to prepare? For me, that would be something microwavable or ready to eat or quick, any kind of quick snack. And there's no shame or guilt here, but fueling your body is a basic need and important. Don't force yourself, obviously, either, but if you are hungry, then eat. Are you tired? If you are, attempt to nap. Even if it's too too difficult, because I know sometimes if I'm super sad, I cannot relax enough to nap, but... Even just lay there and try to do something relaxing for a while. That could be considered resting too. Also, things like, do you need to take any medication? Are you dehydrated? Do you need to shower to be more comfortable? Or are you okay as you are? This may seem like a bit mechanical to go through this sort of checklist of basic needs, but I'm thinking of things in terms of your body running like a machine, just for today, and you needing to fulfill simple basic needs to make sure you're not running low on anything. When I think about myself in this way of basic needs and fulfilling those basic needs, it just helps me to not neglect myself and to make sure that I'm not kind of missing something from my day. Number nine is do things your way. So we've all heard those people who just tell you to do yoga or go for a run or anything like that and I want to use this time to just say you have to do what works for you. So for me I do like to go on a walk even if it's just around the block and it does improve my mood slightly when I'm feeling down but also I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you should do that exact same thing and that it's going to change your life and help you loads because you're not me and I'm not you and there is no quick fix and no one size fits all for recovering or for healing on a bad day. So what brings you comfort and what activity makes you feel relaxed or maybe safe? For example, do you like reading or maybe you like running? Do you like being outside or not? Do you feel safer under the covers wrapped in a blanket? Is there something you can listen to that improves your mood slightly or brings you some kind of, you know, comfort? and warmth and familiarity maybe you like crafting or knitting or doing absolutely nothing or maybe you like cleaning whatever it is it's all great in my eyes if it's gonna help you pass the time on a bad day and just get you through that hard day or even hard week hard month hard year just find those little things that comfort you i'm not gonna say they will 
sort your mood out and fix everything but they will bring you some kind of comfort and I think comfort as a need is something that deserves to be fulfilled. You know best, you know yourself and I think you have to just try and listen to your instinct and go with it. Sometimes finding the things that help you through these sad days will take a bit of experimenting and sometimes it'll be harder than others but there will always be more sad days unfortunately but the one thing that comes out of them that is a good thing is that we'll always be getting better equipped to deal with them, which is, which is good. Number 10 is, tomorrow is a new day. And look, maybe you'll still feel rubbish, and if you do, we can deal with that. No, you aren't alone, ever, and there are always options of help and support. Please remember that you have ways of coping, and you will find new ways of coping, and dealing with your sadness safely and there will always 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 be a new thing to try or a new way to navigate those hard days. On the other side of things though, tomorrow might also be a better day. It might only be 1% better but it's still better. Maybe tomorrow you'll feel a little bit lighter somehow or the sun will shine on you in a way that lifts your mood even just for a second. Maybe you'll speak to someone or hear something that makes you just feel a tiny bit of hope. There's always tomorrow and you can start again. No shame, no guilt, just keep moving forward. And here we are at the end of that little list for sad days. I really hope this was helpful to someone out there, maybe even just as a comforting voice while you are struggling right now. Just know you're not alone, I know how it feels. Sometimes life is just awful. I was going to say shit, but my mum might listen to this. But it really is. And I'm proud of you for continuing and pushing through and being kind to yourself, most importantly. Thank you so, so much for listening. And I really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to this. I hope that you are right and safe. And I'm just sending you a huge, 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 huge hug through the airwaves. Bye.